You see, this is convolutedly. Is convolutedly a word? I think it should be, but it sounds a bit convoluted, the word, to be honest, because you've added that extra bit and it doesn't sound convolutedly, doesn't sound right. Anyway, convolutedly, I am still using it, this came about through the Deep Purple pod. Yet again, a pod I revere. And they were looking at one of my favourite Ian Gillen, or rather Gillen albums, Future Shock. I was around when it came out because I was, I am so old, so old. And um, that led me thinking, well, John McCoy played bass on that album. And I remember really being interested in this big bloke playing bass, shaved head, goatee beard, dark glasses. I thought, he looks like a bruiser and he plays the bass that way as well. Apparently not, though. Apparently he was a lovely bloke. And um, after Gillen um, split, and there is a a documentary out there um, in which John talks about that period, very honestly, actually, there was a feeling about what he would do. And, of course, he formed Mammoth with Nicky Moore, another large gentleman who sung in Latter-day Samson, and also... Recent, well, not recently, but a while ago, um, produced a superb album with Manny Charlton, erstwhile um, Nazareth guitarist Manny Charlton, called From Behind. As he said when I interviewed him, I had nothing to do with the name, but it's a great album, actually. It's something else I've got to be looking at. But it, it, it made me think, yeah, I, I remember Mammoth, but I remember John McCoy had his own band called McCoy. I remember the, the cover was his dark glasses, something reflected in it. It's actually hands and arms. I don't have the album. I used to. And it came out in 84, which is really, if it's not the dying ends of New Wave of British Heavy Metal, which, let's be frank, even though you like and I like the Gillen albums, they really use the impetus of the New Wave of British Heavy Metal, even though they didn't sound that way, to really push themselves to a certain extent. Nothing wrong with that, though. But it had gone by 84, and we had a different kind of rock music. Um, I remember having the album, but I think I only listened to it once, and I can't remember what it was, what it sounded like. Well, now I know. It was called Think Hard, and an album came out a year later, I think it was a year later, which was called Think Hard Again, which had some extra tracks on it, including a very fast version of Fleetwood Mac's Oh Well, which doesn't really do anybody any favours, to be honest. It's a devil of a job to find the tracks for this album. Really is. That's how little appreciated it was. And um, when you look at the kind of, you know, you, you, you had a lot of albums around in rock around the early 80s, where there was a lot of people, there were a lot of people who were sort of a rock family. I'm going to play with my rock friends. So there were people on there that you thought, oh, yeah, I recognise that. People like, you know, Cozy Powell, Neil Murray, people like that. This hasn't got any of that on it. It's got a... Um, Paul Sampson's on guitar, though. That's one thing to tell you. Colin Towns is on keyboards. That's another thing to tell you. It's making me sound a bit of a liar, isn't it? But really, what I mean is, it's not completely a family um, album. You've got Ron Rebel on drums and um, T-Bone on vocals. It's got a kind of a almost whiskey-soaked vocal. But the majority of this music 
So they're not, um, the last two names are not names that trip off the tongue for me, or I think, oh yeah. But certainly with Paul Samson and um, Colin Towns, I do. And the photography was done by Finn Costello, the cover, the cover, yup. So you see, the thing is that Mr. McCoy had a kind of, uh, John that is, had a kind of rock royalty feel to him at this time. And quite right too, actually. Um, but the music here doesn't catch light, to be honest. It's really, because it comes out in 84, it has that sort of AOR chart feel to it. It tries, or it, it, it says, we're a bit tough, but I'm not going to be so tough that it would frighten you. And if you're getting too much of these power chords, there'll be a soft chorus coming along in a minute. So Demon Rose has a kind of slapping 80s drum sound, as you might expect. It's a big drum sound, big bass sound. Another thing you might expect with John McCoy on the bass there. The guitar shimmer, though. There's a kind of um, almost overdone 80s style gravelly vocal from T-Bone. And um, little synth parts. It's very of its 80s time. Ride the Night, same sort of thing. The riff is urgent. It's, it's got a radio feel to it, but then, in the, but then, as I said, you're crashing into or very quickly achieving an 80s chart AOR feel to it. There's a very open guitar solo. Paul Samson does really well with the guitar solos here, to be honest. I'm, I'm going to say the name Triumph again, which I've been doing a lot recently. It does sound a lot like that, the kind of thing that the radio would play. The radio, the radiogram would play. Fear of the Morning, very similar. I mean, it's a bit weird in the middle because you've got big drums, you've got big bass, and then a sort of a sort of slowdown for the for the um, the verse, which has a sort of waltzy, waltzy guitar feel to it. It's a bit odd. There are power chords here, but then there's a softer trilling guitar for some of the verse. It's it's trying to be classic rock, but it's not quite getting it. It's almost as if it's saying, I don't want to turn anybody off here. Classic rock might be a bit too tough for people, so we'll, we'll, we'll just leave it a bit. Jerusalem is a bit better, actually. Nice choir on there. Now then, the choir were the Mathen Village School Choir. Very nice. Conduct, and conducted by Monica Williams. Very nice indeed. And, and that sounds good, you know. There's a, a sweet bass bobbing in here. Fast, uh, the, the beat's a bit faster. It really motors on a bit. It is softer, but it really tries to do something. And then you've got Hell to Pay, which is probably the standout track on here. Uh, it's got a nice giddy-up feel. With a, The chorus is softer, as you'd expect. They're, they're looking at a charted tension here. Huge hard rock solo, though, from Paul Samson. And then a more melodic outplay from that, from that, that solo. Really, it really, um, really impresses, actually. It's not bad, that. It's chunkier. There are only eight tracks on this album, um, and some of them I can't find. I thought this album was a lot harder than this. I've kind of, I've kind of conflated it with Wasted, who were a much harder proposition right from the beginning. But this sounds really quite soft, and um, I'm surprised and a little disappointed. What I will do now, though, is go back and have a look for Mammoth, and then have a look for From Behind. Because there's a load of good music out there to find from this deep purple-touched series. Because that's what this is. Mm. 
Not as chunky as McCoy's, and not as tasty. Ta-ta.